You're listening to the two dumb users. We go and dancing. We go and dancing. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Dumb Yinzers. This is episode 264. What's going on, Big Mike? What up? What a weekend. What a weekend it was. Oh, man. Amazing weekend. We had the Academy Awards. We had banks falling off. No? No, no. I don't care about that shit. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I guess we had some other things going on, right? Some, yeah, we had, some, uh, we had some more important things going on, baby. We did. We did have very important things going on. Uh, you know what, Mike? There were so many things that happened this weekend. Um, this is definitely going to be a full show today. I do want to say a couple of things before we get started, a couple of observations, a couple of things that I've seen on the side before we do get rolling today. Uh, one real quick one here. African cat found during a traffic stop tested positive for drugs in cincinnati <laughs> do you see this one no african cat found during traffic stop tested positive for drugs uh, what are you doing pulling the african cat over that doesn't exactly, sound right that, that was my first thought you know talk about racial profiling come on guys i thought we learned our lesson here in a traffic stop yeah what was <laughs> the cat why, why test the cat uh, yeah oh you all you, you find out oh it's a cat from Africa got to be on drugs. I mean, I suppose if the cat was driving, right? Exactly. Yeah, you don't test the passenger. <laughs> Would the cat have? Did the cat have a warrant? Look like? Is it a cat that looked like someone who might have a warrant out to so right? make sure that bullshit that they do? Come on now. And this Mike was in Cincinnati, Ohio. This this was in in your state, your weird state of Ohio. Yeah, a lot of things have been happening here, so I don't claim my state anymore. <laughs> I rarely claimed to my seat to begin with, but now, yeah. now not so much anymore. Uh, too funny. Also, uh, another one, not so funny, but just an interesting um, fact, Mike. More albums, record albums. Mm -hmm. Remember vinyl? Yeah. More albums sold in 2022 than CDs for the first time in over 30 years, Mike. $1.7 billion worth of albums were sold last year. You know, I, I see people get these and people yeah. get into this and, you know, get into a record player, but I didn't think in a million years that this would come back just because the, the quality was so bad and the crackling and um, people love that. They, they say I, it sounds so much better than actual like CDs and in digital. You know what the weird thing is? We had that only as our only source of music at, at one point in our life. So we yeah. know better and we know that CDs sound better and we know that I mean, even tapes for crying out loud sound better than um than records do most of the time. Yeah. So I, I think it's just this, this generation, they just need to learn and see that, you know what, this ultimately like, sucks. There's like a lot of a lot of boomers, you know, like when I, when I worked retail, man, we would have like the vintage record players come in and like a lot of boomers and like, and then even millennials would come in looking for them. Maybe, yeah. this, is, maybe this is what's going to, you know, help the generational divide is. The album, the, is the vinyl. Albums, uh, is vinyl coming back? People are wow. like, oh, you like vinyl too? So do I. Hey, thanks for wrecking the economy and the planet, but yeah, we, we can we can work this out. All right. Good morning, Derpy. Derpy, what's up, my man? Good morning. Sorry, I'm late. Oh, you're Sorry, good, man. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to be fine. Was, Don't worry. Um, you're going to be fine. 
the introduction of it's, it's the Academy Award Day on this show, and I hope you caught the Academy Award. <laughs> I watched it. I oh, watched it. Oops. Well, never mind. That ain't fun then. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought he was gonna say didn't watch, and then we can yeah, scare him. Like, I watched years. it unfortunately, and I was disappointed um, by the end of it. I I should have fell asleep early because so not, who won not that specific category? No. It was Top actually Gun. a decent show. The Top actually, Gun stayed away anything. from. It, it stayed away from like um you know what it has been yeah for most of the part and um it's it was an, it was actually pretty good until like the final three awards because I didn't like year. The, the winners a year since since Will Smith slapped um Chris Rock I can't believe it's been a year already that's about a, that's <laughs> a long this year has been a long year talk about a slap in the face <laughs> hey good one Derp good morning glad to see you bud. Um, we got a lot going on today. Obviously, there was a lot that went on over the weekend. I was just telling Mike a couple quick news stories before we get rolling. Um, I, I want to just, uh, you know what? That, like I said, there's so much. There's hockey. Mm-hmm. There's college basketball. Oh, yeah. XFL. All kinds of things. But we're, we're going to start, guys. I want to start in the NFL today. Just because there are some big things that happened pretty much the moment we, we parted ways on Friday mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL, guys. <laughs> The moment I, it wasn't um, too long after we got off, we got the word that the Bears trade the number one overall pick to Carolina with some of the earliest <laughs> yeah. news. Um, Definitely the, the Bears move right there. Uh, it, the Bears, they, you know what they made out though? They got uh, the number nine pick, number sixty-one pick, a first-round pick in twenty-four, a second-round pick in twenty-five, and also wide receiver DJ Moore. Um, who do you, you think, Mike and Derpy, that the, the Bears won out on this one? Uh, as of right now, yeah, because. It's going to be hard to tell with the draft picks. You got to wait years to find that out. Yeah. But when you, you know, you got all those picks, you got the best player in the trade, DJ Moore, you know, thousand yard receiver, average about like four touchdowns a year. You need a, you need a receiving core and they're building it up. They're building up Justin Fields weapons. I, I think they won the trade right now. It's all going to depend on how, you know, Justin Fields works out, how the Carolina t- works out, all that fun stuff. But right now they won the trade. Um, and I think this is going to kind of do Chase Claypool dirty too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, let him go. You think they're going <laughs> to, I, you know what? What a shame. What a shame this guy. I mean, he had such promise that first year he was here. And I mean, he, he really looked like he was going to, you know, make a name for himself. And they, he, he was a physical specimen and he could do all kinds of things and he was fast. And what, what a turnaround in his career. He's technically um, the guy that sold us that, that this recent year. He basically. Dropped a few uh, passes that Pickett threw to him. Yeah. And some were intercepted. So, specifically right. the Jets game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if we can have that Jets game back, that's all I got to say. Uh, so, that that's the um, first thing that I did come across. And then Mike gets a hold of me. And he says, dude, do you see Jalen Ramsey's going to the Dolphins? And I thought, wow. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I didn't expect him to come to Pittsburgh. I, I really didn't. Yeah. I had people getting a hold of me off the show and saying, you know what, Jalen Ramsey's going to be perfect for you guys. He, you know, you, you got to get a hold of him. And I said, you know what, there's going to be other teams that are more, um, you know, they're more willing to pay this guy. And we're, you know, we're, I, I don't think that that's where we're going as far as trying to build this team. And it doesn't surprise me, but that that certainly helps um, Miami get a little bit better because. Last year, they didn't start off too bad. They kind of hit that halfway point, had injuries with their quarterback and such. Uh, Mike, this this deal right here, how far does this go in helping uh, Miami, you know, get to where they want to get? 
but it's going to help them big time. They're, you know, they're that secondary is already pretty yeah, good secondary. Yeah. And they, they yeah. just made it better. And my God, cause you have, you have Jalen Ramsey, um, Zayvon Howard at corner. Good luck, you know, beating those two one-on-one. You're back in it and the safeties are really damn good too. So th- this team just got better and better. Yeah. They lost their tight end, but <clears throat> You know, you if they can re-sign Mike Kosicki, bring him back, no big loss. Yeah. So it, this helps Miami big time, and especially you know we saw what happened. They lost um Tua for a while. It play a, what Michael Thompson or Thomas or whatever that backup bum was. So you had to play him, and you know when that happens, better have a good defense, and they just made a good defense even better. Uh, that good trade for them. What do you think, Dirk? Uh, Jalen Ramsey to the the Miami Dolphins. I think it gets them to the AFC Championship if they stay Ooh. healthy. If they stay healthy. You know, at one point during the season, you, you might have thought the same thing to it before they hit that wall. And, uh, you know, before for Tua's issues started going on with his concussions, I, and there was a time where I thought, and a lot of people thought that Miami was going to be a team in the running. Miami, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Miami was the team that dropped out of those uh, between those four teams. I, you know what? I don't think they're too far off either. I think the AFC is going to be loaded for years to come. And, uh, you know, and I think it's obviously going to make, make the way a little bit more difficult for us, not just because of the state that we're in, but just because you have so many good teams. It's, it's oh, AFC yeah. heavy. Yeah. It, that's going to all, you know, um, just naturally make it more difficult for the Steelers. Um, speaking of Steelers, guys, we did release uh, William Jackson the other day yep. into the free agency. Um, guy never – the guy never touched the field. No. Uh, what a waste of time that was. But really, it wasn't. You kick the tires on a guy who had some pretty good success. Right. You know, you're making that kind of money that, you know, teams believe that you were a good corner. He was playing well. You bring him over for a conditional seventh round pick. They got the guy for free. I'm right. sorry. It cost him, what, th- maybe $3 million in the long run. And don't be surprised if they try and bring him back. This is someone they they wanted to draft. They They missed out on him. And you bring him in, okay, you kept him on injured reserve all year, you get him for free, and you see how he interacts with the team, and then it does he fit in, and, you know, the skill set's there, so why not? They might bring him back on the cheap. I, It was a it was a win-win for the Steelers. Even if the guy goes somewhere else, oh, well. You know, if he signs somewhere else, maybe, I don't know, how, gets, you know, can, you know, added into the formula for compensatory picks. So if he goes somewhere else, we might be able to get a compensatory pick for him or it counts towards it. I can see so, the Bengals take picking them up. <laughs> you know, they, they get all of well, our spare pieces, but well, no, it, speak, you know, it, it, this creates cap space and get cap space, get, get, get the left tackle, go out and get a uh, Orlando Brown jr. But uh, it's not going to happen. Speaking of um, guys that the, the Bengals might pick up, what do you guys think about this? Now, this is news to me. The Steelers have been, um, you know, in the talks with cornerback Cam Sutton. Mm-hmm. Cam Sutton wants a lot of money, like yeah. $10 million. I swear if he goes to the Bengals, I'm be ticked. Well, here's the thing. Now, guys, where, where does that put us? I mean, do we, do we pay Cam Sutton this kind of money? Is he worth this kind of money? And if we don't keep Cam Sutton, that just complicates the cornerback um, road a little bit more for us, doesn't it, Mike? It does big time, and you got to lock of, them down. the The price of corners and the price of wide receivers is just increasing exponentially. They're becoming, you know, it's it's a passing league. So quarterback, wide receiver, cornerback are going to be paid, 
And if the Steelers really want him, you know, he's one of the better corners available. But my God, anything over 10 million for him for if it's a three year, 30 million, whatever, that's eh, fine. But if it's longer than that, it, I no, let him go and then see what you can get in the lower tier down because they don't have the money to get the the premier corner so you know if you can lock yeah. Sutton up you know he can play inside outside he was your best corner and you know it's a thin cornerback market out in the free agency unless you're going to spend money to get Jamal Dean or Bradbury or someone along those lines you pay him you know you you cut you cut uh the oh my god I forget I forget his name already the guy we just talked about you cut him Willie Jackson start, Willie Jackson yeah you move that money over to Camp Sutton and just be on about your day and you're back in the same spot you were restructure a bunch of people and then go out in free agency derpy is cam sutton worth 10 million dollars in a way yeah i think i agree with what mike said i agree with pretty much what mike said i think that he is too and and here's why not not so much that he's really proved that he's worth 10 million dollars a year but mike did kind of hit it on the head i mean we're already in kind of a uh a place a position we have cam sutton all we need to do is go out and get that other guy that we're looking for we're looking at guys in the draft we're checking out guys in free agency of course but you know pay this guy a little bit more money and you have them like mike said give him 10 million for three years 30 million altogether and you know you're gonna have this guy and as he gets better i mean he he was i i i would say the the best cornerback that we had last year correct yeah he and was you know what quarter. You know, then pay him a little bit. I mean, you know, you're not paid to pay him outrageously. I mean, the 10 million does sound a little steep for Cam Sutton, but you know what? At this point, do you like we were saying, do you deal him There's and so then start from square one? Get you know what I mean? Have him gone, and then you know, now, now we're looking for two cornerbacks, and then that's tough. You do have a guy that knows the system, you do have not a guy that knows the secondary. He played here, he's playing well, he wants a pay raise. I I I, I say we keep him. I would too, because like right now. he's ranked the number 15th available free agent right now on nfl.com and then you don't see another corner up until oh my god i'm scrolling 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 uh, up until number 30 shaquille griffin from the jaguars but i think they're making a play to keep him then it's jonathan jones and then patrick peterson so if you let something go you're gonna have to get one of those two guys and those two guys are going to want that kind of money as well so it's like who who you know, who do you want to pay? Someone who's been here, or you want to bring someone out, you know, a shiny new toy. Right. There's no the thing is there's no guarantee with that shiny new toy. Yeah. We know we got with Sutton. We know that there is upside. We know that this kid's getting better every year. And mm-hmm. like I said, he was the best cornerback on this team. You go out and you get yourself a plug and play. Um, you know, maybe one of these high draft picks, a Joey Porter Jr., somebody of that nature in the draft, you pretty much just fi- fixed your your secondary issues. You have, you know, of course, um, Minka Fitzpatrick, KZ, Edmonds, Cam Sutton, and let's say Joey Porter Jr. Sounds a lot better than last year, doesn't it? Oh, a whole hell of a lot better. Uh, like a guy, like if we can't get Sutton back, take a look at someone like um, Marcus, yeah, Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. And he's coming off what first year back from an Weatherspoon? Yeah, we still have Weatherspoon. He was hurt most of the year. He wasn't playing he well was... before he got hurt, you know. When we brought him over from Seattle, he played really well down the stretch. He was one of the best corners. He did, yeah. We did talk about him when he was having that, that stretch. He, and he was like one of the premier lockdown corners in the league. And I was like looking like, all right, man, we 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 got our future number one here. And he just became – he was just hurt last year and didn't play well before the injury. So 
who who is the real Witherspoon? That's the you know right. That, that's what we're gonna have to see. So by the way, as I was talking, we were talking about Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he was going to the Dolphins. The Rams are going to get a twenty third third round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Tight end Hunter Long. Um, what what does what what does the Rams get out of this deal, guys? Besides letting a big load off as far as a financial burden. Financial burden and a, and another draft pick because they they don't have a first round pick this year. Now they have my God they have a one second two thirds three fifths three sixths and two sevens so that gives them room now to like if they want to trade trade up back up into the first round maybe use their second a third and a player some picks next year it gives them room in the draft to move around and it gives them financial space because you know they. They were all in on that year to win the Super Bowl, and they yeah. got it. So now, now they're gonna, now they have to do what they have to do to you know get under the cap and get younger, better players. So, you know, financial burden and an extra third round pick, you know, third round picks, man. They're they're still even though it's now technically the third day of the draft for third or second day of the draft for third round picks. You're, I'm sorry, you picked in the first, second, third rounds. You should be able to play within that year or the year after. So they're getting, they're getting, they should be getting a quality starter. Is what they should be getting. So everybody, here we go. Free agency <laughs> officially, officially starts at Wednesday, one o'clock. Um, but that because that is the the new league year. The new league year starts on that date. On mm-hmm. um, is that the fifteenth, Mike? Yeah, the fifteenth and in. Beware the Ides of March for anybody March that is- has a teeny tiny bit of um high school education. Beware yes. the Ides of March, right, Mike? March exactly. R.I.P. Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. But yes, uh, teams can talk. Favorite. Teams can talk to free agencies uh, 48 hours before the one, one o'clock new yes. free agent time starts on Wednesday. So as of today, you're going to have people talking. You know what? This is going to be exciting, guys. 34 minutes, baby. Legal. Yes. The, 34 minutes. I can't wait. People are going to be flying around the league, different teams, different faces. I love this time of year. Derpy. Uh, do you enjoy all this? Do you enjoy the free agency, the faces moving, the different teams? Um, I, I, I I love it. I do. I do. I just don't think it's been as big as it has been the last previous years. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see some. I think we're going to see some pretty big splashes this Ooh, year. Yeah. I, I really do. Yes, I, I do, too. Well, like, look at, you know, the, um, oh, God, who was it? Um, Deron Payne out of uh, – the commanders, he signed yeah. a huge contract. Now, I, I, you know, people want to see Javon Hargraves come back. Guess what? He's priced out, and now the defensive tackle money is going up. But what's Orlando Brown Jr. going to cost? You know, teams that want to franchise left tackle. There, yeah. there's oh, there's still there's some good players out there. Who who's going to pay Odell Beckham? You know, <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know, he just had to work out. I named you my receivers. I, I we should probably target a free agency. Oh, there's yeah, and like is Juju for around here all the Jujuaholics? I am, I'm, I'm good. You know, Mister, Mister, let's cost the player Steelers the playoffs three years in a row. Juju, and let me go fly high on borrowed wings. Is he going to be paid, or is it just going to be slapped down to reality again? Like, dude, you are, you are a sidecar of a sidecar, a sidecar on that team. Tremaine Edmonds, you know who has some pretty good numbers, but some bad games here and there. Where is he going to go? How much money is he going to make? You know, he, he's been in, he's 20, what, 25 years old, been in the league for five years. Yeah, what kind of contracts he going to get? Yeah. The quarterbacks out there, Garoppolo, where's he going? There's a lot 
there, there's some not a lot of sexy stories out there uh, like last year when we had like you know tom brady what's he gonna do there's still some damn good players out here you know a what lot I, of I, te- a lot of teams can change their uh their fortunes around like look for the bears to make a splash they have a ton of money ton of money you know what i see when i when i look at trey uh tremaine edwards Edmonds. Edmonds. <laughs> he really, really moves around like Ryan Shazier did. He reminds me yeah. of Ryan Shazier. They, they were playing some Better clips tackle. the other night because they were talking about him and Buffalo not uh, going to you know, be able to more than likely come up with an agreement. He really moves around the field like Ryan Shazier. I, I like him a lot. I, I like him a lot. Excuse me. I, I He's take my him. number one. I take... <sighs> But it really I'm, matters on how much he's going to cost, though. Yeah, I'm starting like Edwards more out, or uh, yeah, TJ Edwards out of uh, Philly more than Tremaine Edmonds. And why is that? I more consistent, like game in, game out. Okay. Well, there, you know, yeah. Don't don't. I'm not, you know, saying Edmonds is a terrible linebacker, and I'd hate to see the Steelers get him. I say I think Edwards is a more consistent player, game in, game out. But and I he's probably happy. more cheaper than yeah, he's cheaper too. And my god, we're already that defense is already what a hundred million dollar defense. Like pretty soon you, you got to start spending money on that offense. You know, people want to say this offense, you know, it's so <laughs> anemic. Okay, well, you got to spend money on that offense. Yeah, you can't just put all your money on defense and then hope uh, you know this offense is gonna be enough. There's talent there, but you, you gotta upgrade this team fast on offense to catch up with the rest of the NFL. And uh, that's, if I don't know, that's why I'm big on the offensive line this year. That offense line, yeah, it, it improved last year, but it's it's never going to take the next two steps it needs to be like the offensive lines we saw in the Super Bowl, right? Or we saw in the AFC and NFC Championship games, or that we saw in the playoffs. You know, Dan Moore is what he is. Chooks is what he is. Dotson is what he is. My God, those three positions need upgraded right there. You see, you have maybe you have a capable center in a. In, and, and and what uh, a right tackle or a right guard? Excuse me. Everyone else is more like backup players, swing players. You know, that team, that line needs a lot, a lot of upgrading. And secondary, you know, needs corner upgrade. So that's where I spend my money. I spend my money on my offensive line and my secondary. Um, we do have uh, a lot to go over, guys. We we have a lot. Uh, Derpy, you have anything left to say about the trade deadline? Of course, we or I'm sorry, the free agency. We will be going over it heavily over the next couple of days. Uh, of course, uh, officially it starts on Wednesday at one o'clock. The people are going to, you know, agents are able to talk now uh, as of today at one o'clock. So we're going to skip. We're going to, we're going to jump forward because like um, I said, we, we have so much going on. Give me your final thoughts on the NFC and the NFL in the free agency. Lots of moves are going to be done. Um, and I hope the Steelers maybe get a receiver. Through free agency. Yes. Hey, P, good morning, my man. Nice to see you, brother. Um, all right, so here's what we're going to do. I don't either, P. Where's my million dollars? Another one. We <laughs> are going to jump forward to Pitt, guys. There's a lot of big scoop that went on over the weekend regarding the Pitt Panthers. We went into the weekend. Is this team going to go to the dance? Are they not going to go to the dance? When we left, we didn't even know who was going to win the ACC tournament, Mike. <clears throat> Duke and Virginia, they went at it on Saturday. Duke 
Duke, the team that's having the down year, the reason that the ACC is so bad because Duke is having such a down year, they end up beating everybody again. They beat uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. I they told beat you, Virginia, fifty nine, forty nine. Um, so th this is the down year. This is down year for Duke. Uh, a lot of oh geez, let me, let me get it. Wow, we we got so much to go over here. Um, so anyway, so we patiently we patiently wait, guys, till Selection Sunday, which is last night. In Pitt, they get a Final Four in bid, and they have a play-in game. So here's the deal. Pitt plays Mississippi State tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Uh, it's scheduled for, but there is a game before them, so it could be later, 9.30 possibly. So here's the deal. Pitt plays Mississippi State tomorrow night. If we win, we then play Iowa State on Friday night, ooh, big space because they're playing in Dayton tomorrow, and then they have to go to back to North Carolina if they win to go play Iowa State. Now here's where it gets even more interesting. Let's just say we could beat Iowa State. It's a very, very good chance in that next round we are going to be facing Xavier, ooh. who coincidentally is coach is coincidentally the coach is Sean Miller, who is a um a pit point guard from the past when i was growing up he was he was great he had, uh, you know one of, one of the better point guards that pit had ever seen so we win tomorrow night against mississippi state now mississippi state mind you let me let me break this to you they are the worst three-point shooting team in the country not exaggerating <laughs> this was verbatim what i read this Mississippi State team is the worst three-point shooting team in the country, Mike. They are shooting at a 27.3% from behind oh. the arc. Oh, I think that's, that, that's – oh, my goodness. Yes. Now, I, I, I have no problem believing that we're going to beat this team. I don't know what Iowa State looks like, but they are seeded five. Iowa State's always, you know, dangerous. But check this out. This time next week – we could be sitting in the Sweet 16. Hear me out. Play tomorrow in the playing game. Win that. Get Iowa State Friday. Win that. And then get Xavier on Sunday. And let's just say we could win that. This time next week, we're sitting around talking about Sweet 16. Derpy, do you think that this is going to happen? Do you think we'll be sitting here Monday morning, one week from right now, talking about Pitt's Sweet 16 schedule? There's a good chance. I mean, it's March. Anything can happen, my friend. I agree. I, 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 I would pick Pittsburgh, though, to get to the Sweet 16 with this pass. But they have to be smart. And like you said, they don't they don't really have a big man, and they got to figure that out. Yeah, they do the got to figure that out. I, I'm watching the good teams play over the, uh, you know, Purdue. I was watching the Purdue and uh, Penn State game. Penn State really overachieved this year. I did want to give a shout out to them. They uh, really went a lot yeah, further baby. than Penn most State people would have even... you, you, I but they choked. I heard that. Like, they, they, they but you know what they, they did? They, 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 didn't choke. Close. they went for the win. The players said, hey, coach, we want to win. Why that was as close. I know. Was like, boys, go out the there and do it. They fumbled the bag. You had an opportunity. They, they didn't fumble, fumble the, bag. the bag. They went as far as they could. This team wasn't even supposed to make it anywhere close to where they went. You they know, turned they, over they, the ball and they, didn't even get a shot they, off, man. They had they had three – yeah, it was a tip pass, and then the guy tried to get you reestablished footing, and they called him for a travel, which was in the NBA. They would have let, let him take 95 steps and dunk it for the win. 
Come on, Derpy, settle down here, man. They had they had three tough, tough, emotional games up to this point. They played their hearts out better than any pit team ever did. Let's go, Penn State. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> you know what? This game has closed out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find you, Derp. I'm going to find you, and I'll fumble a bag. And here you go. This game was as close to Penn State beating Purdue as it was to Pitt beating Miami. It came down to one shot. You know, one, you know, if they would have shot a three, made it, they would have won this game. It, it was the same exact game. Purdue is one of the best in the country. You got to give it to Penn State for what they did. I'm not a fan. However, they made it a lot further than anybody would expect. And to be that close with Purdue at the end of the, the, the game in the um, Big Ten Championship, you got to give it to them on that. Uh, the big three regional teams, like people like to call them, Pitt, Penn State, and West Virginia, all doing well all making their way into the uh, where they want to be in the off se- or in the postseason guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, the one team though, you got to say, let, let me say this first. <laughs> you know, what's unfair and people want to talk about, and, and you've heard this over a hundred times the Duke or not Duke, the Pitt got screwed. Pitt is being treated unfairly. And then some people say, well, you know what it is, what it is. You didn't win the games that you're supposed to win. Blah, 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 blah. My thing is this, the way the conferences set it, the conferences and the way teams are picked definitely doesn't put forth the best teams. I'd say maybe the bottom third of the teams that made it in, there's better teams in the bigger conferences that, that could be in that would be better competition that get in. For example, teams like Oral Roberts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, there's... there's they always get in and then it's just... Well, here's the thing. They put them the most ridiculous course, spots. And, of course, check this out. We're going to get into what North Carolina is pulling here in a second. But tell me, North Carolina is not better than Oral Roberts. Tell me, if you would put the Tar Heels and Oral Roberts on the court right now, that you honestly don't believe that North Carolina would beat Oral Roberts. Does it matter? Oral Roberts won their uh, won their conference. But I, exactly. I understand. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what the point is. The, the system is kind of skewed because the best teams aren't the ones that get in. But – you're right. I, I don't disagree with you, Mike. Now, what I do, what I don't disagree with, what I don't agree with is this: Notre Dame, or not? Uh, where am I at? Where's my brain? North Carolina, North Carolina. Now they get, they don't get into the NCAA tournament. They get an NIT bid instead. North Carolina says, you know what? Screw it. We don't want to play. Then we're not. We're dropping out. Where are they at? Where are they at? They are in the, the NIT. NIT. I know. Do you know what spot or? I do not. However, this is some of the biggest bullshit <laughs> because if you win and you get your way, it's all good. If yeah. you don't get your way, take my ball and go home. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. There's no way that North Carolina, North Carolina should be punished to some capacity. Why? Because they turned down, they like, turned this down is the way invitation. that the game is. Okay. Dropping out of the tournament no. all the time because that's, that's not the way that it is. You get, you yeah, get a, listen to you, listen to me, you get a game scheduled and you go and play it. But they will say, scheduled. I don't want to play. Mike, they weren't scheduled. They were invited. Bad. They were going to make them look bad. And I hope they were invited. What's that? They were invited and right. they turned down the invitation. They weren't scheduled to play. They're Mike, saying, let me ask you, how many they, times do you do you see this every year? Teams have turned it down in the past. I, I know they have, but how many times do you see this every year? It's it's, it's it's not Very a common rare, thing. Yeah. But, you know, if they don't want to go there, they don't have to. They were invited. I think that it hurts no. them. I think it hurts North Carolina and possibly they're thinking the same thing in a sense. What if we go to North? What if we go to the NIT and don't win? Exactly. That hurts you even more. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think this puts a huge mark on North Carolina. 
Nobody else is bitching out. Nobody. Even the teams that felt they got screwed, even the teams that did get screwed, are they bitching out? No. They're taking their next game that's on the schedule and they're going and playing it. They it's, accepted it's, the invitation. It's, it's such a take my yet. ball and go home kind of move. I think it's ridiculous. I, I think that, what you know, North Carolina, here we are. We don't get what we want. We're just not going to play. I don't they, care they if you like that, Mike, or if you agree with so, that. So every stupid. time you're invited somewhere, you're going to go. Mike, this, Mike, no, Mike, no, every time you're invited, you have to go somewhere a, now. That's a stupid argument. No, 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 because... no, no, no. That's what you're saying. They turned down an invitation. That's all they Mike, did. They said, no, we Mike, don't want to go. You're, you're, they turned down an invitation. You're totally missing the point. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are. No, I'm it, not. Derpy, am I wrong? Uh, I'm just going to stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that it's, as a it's yes. Let me react it's to P. Morton because I think P. Morton hits it on the head. North Carolina needs to check their privilege. Just go, clowns. You know oh, what? I couldn't agree with from an NC State. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. This is one of the most ridiculous things. Why why don't nobody that gets what they want? in the playoffs they get they don't get the seed they want they don't get the position they want why don't they all just not play let's just because that's not the way that it is either you're in this to play the sport you're in this to be competitive you're in this to or you're not so you know take your pick north carolina and it's not here's the thing it's not between me it's not between you this is going to be a big mark on this on this college and no, i hope it, it affects them negatively as it far not, as it will not affect them negatively how, how do you how do you it's, figure it's, like, this, Carolina, like i wouldn't say if your kid is one of the top players and you're not gonna and you, you you've given yourself the reputation of just not playing because you don't like the way something went you're a no, competitor I'm, I'm you get out your ass the reason why they're there is because they only want to play in the best they don't want to play the worst they didn't play good enough to get as the best mike so they want to go play in the best tournament. Why would you want to play in a second tier? They tournament? weren't good enough to play in the best tournament, apparently. Yeah. That's the yeah, way. So they, it, I mean, yeah. I don't even think they were good enough to get in the NIT. They're just there because of the brand. Like I said, it's not between me and you. <laughs> this is just the way that people are going to perceive this university. And um, and you know what? I, I think anything that comes negative, they deserve it. Let's go NC. There you Let's go. go NC. There is one team that like that My plays at one, team. though. What's that? No, there's Dirt? a one. There, there's a one team. I mean, come on, that's like it's that plays a one. See, I think you're just doing this to, to, to argue and be tough. No, because, no, like, literally, that is no, the they, stupidest they argument I've ever heard in my life. You're I, 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 stupid. Mike, saying, oh, Mike, this is going to be a Mike. They, they should go. Very stupid. It's a very stupid. Mike, nobody does. Don't this play this is modern day NBA type shit with these guys that that are very privileged. I guess you could say. And well, they, what, you know, they well, don't what, want to play. They, they don't want to go. They, they'd rather then go play basketball. Kids, then go these, get a job bagging groceries. If this isn't kids, what you love and what you want to do, if you're not going to do your kids, job and play the next team, class. if you're these not going to go and play the, education. If, if you're not going to go play the next team that's on your schedule, and they're do not your on the job. Schedule. It's an invitation. Invitation. And aren't they scheduled to play somebody in that tournament? Invite. They that's your schedule. Like again, you're 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 really arguing something totally different here. This is stupid. This is stupid. And anybody. That doesn't like the way, like I said, if, if you're not passionate and you're not going to compete and, and give the games that are taken, go bag groceries because a that shows the heart. That shows the heart. Inviting someone to that go show or, or do something. <laughs> Invitation, a written or verbal request. Inviting it looks like a bunch of coders to, to me. To do something. They were invited. They weren't scheduled. Mike, they were invited. Everybody's invited. Mike. All the teams that are invited. 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 All the teams that are invited. Mike, yes, 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 yes. We, you're, you're, we, Mike. They were invited. We, we know this. Yeah, but you're, you're making really... it sound like it's a set in stone and scheduled. They got to go play. No, they were invited and they said, no, we don't want to go. 
They didn't turn. They they're not ducking anyone. They're not playing. They are ducking. The they just said no. <laughs> they're you ducking. Don't go there. They're not competing anymore. They're, they're choosing not to suck. compete in the in the thing that they do. And it, what they're there to do is you get a scholarship to go there to play basketball. You get a scholarship to go there to play basketball. They're opting not to play basketball. I'll tell you why they didn't and, go and because they have, play they basketball. Have now they're, they're, they're like, hey, this is most, this is literally the most retarded now. argument you've ever had. There's nothing that you're going to do to change my mind. And like I said, let's leave it to the people to make their own opinions. We have to move on. I, I wanted to speak on like on one specific, one specific seed for the regular tournament. And that's that? Houston. There's a matchup at Houston in Northern Kentucky. I watch out for Northern Kentucky in, in your brackets. Kentucky. If you do it, yes, Northern Kentucky. Derpy's calling it. They're winning the championship. I'm not saying. I'm not saying <laughs> no, I'm that. Messing with you. I'm messing I with meant you, upsetting. I meant yeah. upsetting. Oh Houston. yeah, like it, yeah. There's always those te- uh, bracket busters, baby. Those are my favorite. Because the because I have a, a specific. You know where I'm from. Obviously, you know where I'm from. There's a the the league that they are in for the university, the Horizon League, because they won the Horizon League. Okay. And they beat my my team that I was rooting for. We made the NIT though, but they are they are a great team, and when they are hot, they stay hot. <laughs> so they are dangerous. And if 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 you're gonna pick a somebody in the first round, especially for an upset against the one, that's a against team. Houston pick. though, Houston's yes. tough man. Houston is tough. They're always tough, but go, go I would still pick Northern Kentucky. Dirt. Put some money down on it, man. You first round upset on a number one. Yes, Maybe you can be retiring now. Go, go, go put ten bucks <laughs> down on it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm one. good. Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins play two games over the weekends back to back. They play on Saturday and Sunday. A game against the Flyers on Saturday and a game against the Rangers on Sunday. The scheduling on this one, guys, is interesting because. They played the Rangers three times within a week. Uh, they played them Sunday. They also have them again um, at the end of the week on Thursday, and I believe on Saturday, uh, Saturday maybe. Saturday. 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 So the Rangers three times in a week. On top of that, they have the, the Canadians in the meantime, which is who they play tomorrow. They host the Canadians tomorrow, and then off to New York for the two games, or both, or both in Madison Square Garden, both in New York. They don't come back to Pittsburgh for either of those two. But let's talk about the two games over the weekend, Mike. Oh, the yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins, they start off on uh, Saturday against the Flyers. And it went exactly how we just I had a great time go. with that game. Did you watch it, Dirk? Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I'll just say it was fun. That was a fun one. Being you know being what? Humiliated. <laughs> Crushing oh. Philadelphia never gets old, ever. And it's the best feeling in the world. It is. Humiliated. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Humiliated. Embar- yeah. Go. And like, embarrassing. That was the best oh, part man. of that. And that it, like, game. anytime like Crosby scores against them, it, it's even better. It's even yeah. better every time Crosby scores against them. They they hate they hate Sid so much. Yeah. And like look at the people who scored in this game. Raquel, Crosby, Zucker, Gensel, Grunland. Like the, I thought it was going to be a classic Pens game, like you know the what I mean. Like, are out. We were going to blow it, and and then they just erupted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it looked like it was going to be a bad one. I uh, Mike spoke of Zucker. 
Zucker has nine goals in uh, eight games since uh, this now since this is since February 26th. He leads the league, Mike. He leads the league in goals since uh, the 26th. He is He's fire. been red hot, man. He Jason MF and Zucker. Jeez, <laughs> like like when they got him in, this is the player that at, you know we were hoping that we, we would get when we traded. For yeah, him. he had some injuries, and he is healthy and. He he is. This is the guy. This is the the kind of guy you need. Every team needs this guy, who just does not stop. The guy has one speed and it's go. He's going to give you everything he has every single shift, and he's just so much fun to watch. You know, my work schedule the past couple of years, I've been able to sit down and really watch somebody. I was able to sit down and watch him intently over the weekend, and you just gain a great appreciation for him because you know I see him here and there with a little bit of time I'm able to watch, but now I was able to sit down and watch back to back games. This kid, kid, dude's old, but then this guy is just a bad ass, and I love it. Yeah, uh, they're looking good, Mike. I mean, they're beating these teams that you want to beat. You want to beat your division foes to to climb your way up that ladder in the division, and they're doing so. This uh, the over, or, I'm sorry, the five to one. Win was against Philadelphia on Saturday. On Sunday, they played the Rangers. This game, Mike, uh, two to two. The Penguins did have the lead. Rangers tied up. They go to overtime, two to two. And who else? Who else? But Chris Letang buries the shot in OT to win the game, three to Ooh, two. Mike, that thing was a missile. Yes, <laughs> like we we seen Letang take these shots from the point, and we seen them bring off the pipe, ring off the glass. This thing was just nothing but. Nothing but net. You know, a great screen, a great screen from a uh, little Jake Gensel. My God, you, yeah. This shows like you don't need that mountain of a man in the middle. You just have that willingness to go to the front of net, stand in front of the goalie, take the hit, and did, did just did perfectly. He blocked his vision and great passing all around from Crosby and Malkin. Those two, and then oh, that beautiful pass, and then the shot. <laughs> You have your four best players out on the ice. And that's and what I, I was, this is what you know, I see them getting in the second round now. Just the way they're playing right now. Well, like I like I always say, they're always streaky, whether it be by win or by loss. This is one of the streakiest teams that I've ever seen. Yeah. So I mean, yes, they're they're winning now. They've they've won a couple of the weekend. <laughs> I wouldn't speak too soon, Derp. Um yeah. like I said, they got Montreal tomorrow. They got two against the Rangers at the end of the weekend of the weekend. Um let, let's let's continue. Let, let's let it go a little bit further before we make those kind of bold. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Predictions. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> they're, they're seven and two in their past nine games. They are so. Yes, but, they're know, seven they, and two. You take that back just a little bit further. They had a four-game losing streak, and then right. they had that nice win streak. That's a real shame we lost to the Islanders that that Islanders match because I was looking at yeah. the points. Uh, that that one kind of stings, but you know we're we're moving up the standings, boys. Moving and, up and like Mike standings. was saying yesterday when we were watching the game, um. Those were the four best guys. If you're if you're a goalie and you're in overtime and you have those four gentlemen in front of you, uh, Malkin, Crosby, Latang, and Gensel. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it, it, you know, I, I just I, I as it was happening, I said, Mike, look, you know, could you imagine these are the four guys that you would want on the yeah. on the ice at this particular time? And Real sure enough, it passed. A, passed. It yeah. was you know a Crosby. Um, assist it was a malkin assist right to latang through the getzel screen I, it, it was a perfect I, yeah you, and as three, it's happening you're like oh i'm not surprised that a, that happened a 30 goal score that, that, that's a nightmare what is it ma'am 
three Hall of Famers and a 30-goal scorer. That's a yeah, nightmare right. for the goalie. Right. So now that, that um, puts the Penguins at 78 points, Islanders at 76, but Penguins still have two games in hand on the Islanders. So nice little cushion there. Nice little cushion. Keep stacking. Uh, some other big news. <laughs> a couple of things about the new guys. Uh, Granlin did score a goal the other day. Good for him. But uh, the not-so-great news from our newcomers, um, Benino guys. Nick Benino, did you see this derp? Um, apparently, in the Islanders game, he suffered a, las- a lacerated kidney. Oh. Yes, he um, he's week-to-week. Nick Benino, who just, just, just got back from uh, the San Jose Sharks. He's now back with the Penguins, of course. He got hit with a puck, and he has a lacerated kidney now. He's out week-to-week, Mike. Um I, I, just 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 misfortune in that sense i mean what, yeah. what are you gonna do right well good thing uh you know we, we got some some guys coming up playing you know alex nylander he's filling in pretty well um gonna play him and who was the other one uh was it danton hein was it heinen or drew o'connor yeah. was he playing i think it was drew o'connor playing yesterday so like the, the guys that been bounced around from wilkesbury and up and down and out of the lineup now they're getting a chance in and they're they're starting to shine, man. They're playing well. It's just you know the it just it's un- that, that solidified the fourth line. Benino did absolutely. It's very unfortunate because you know of all the controversy, the hex stall, the trading, the not doing enough, the this, the that, the this. He makes a trade. You bring back a fan favorite to make people happy. I think in a sense more than anything. Yes, he does contribute. Yes, he's you know good center for the fourth line. But um, just just unfortunate. Um, Bad misfortune for the Penguins again. You know, just just another thing to, to put up to chalk on our on our list of shit things that happened this season. But we continue <laughs> to fight on, Mike. We do. We have Montreal tomorrow night at home. Then again, we go back up to New York for two different games: two games Thursday and Saturday to play the Rangers. That's that's huge. That's huge. Being that the Rangers are in front of us, let's say we could go win two of these games. Let's say we could win three of these games against the Rangers. You know, you 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 dream of that position when you're trying to play catch-up, especially in your division. Yeah, yeah and God, if they – because the Rangers have, I believe, 80-some points. So uh, let me take a quick look-ski here. They have 84. So they're six ahead of us. You know, Penguins, man, you win two games against them. Rangers lose, lose the other games in between the Penguin games. Hey, look out. Look out. We can jump up and do third. I'd rather have that than one of the wild card spots, but it's going to ha- a lot's going to have to happen, right? The Penguins need to keep playing the right way, and you know, D play scoring situation. Don't just continu- continually jump into the action. You know, if you have a lead, sit back a little, play defense. Don't get out of position to let them have the odd man rush that so often happens. Stop giving up goals early and late in periods. Play smart hockey, and next thing you know, you could be sitting in that third seed. That's what you want. You know, I don't want to play Carolina. I do not want to play the Bruins in the first round. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they just at that to, point, just get Mike, they just need to avoid their losing streaks. Yeah, that, that's you know? the thing. And if it's They're not one have... way, it's the other. I mean, they, they started out the year 6-0 and or six wins in a row, and then they lost a couple. And then they, they started winning more, and they were five in a row. And then they went on this long losing streak. And it almost seems like there's never simultaneous wins, loss, win, loss. It's always streaky with this team. I, I can't explain it. It's something I noticed a couple of seasons ago, but you know, that does leave the door open of a possibility of getting streak 
being streaky in the right sense. So keep our fingers crossed, guys. Uh, I want to just address uh, P here. I don't want to have him feeling left out. P, Baltimore was one of your favorite spots to visit, huh? That's a shame. I don't know, man. I, he got those the Chechens being his bodyguards. I got something I'm for down in there. So, and those oh, dudes don't mess around. No. Those Chechens don't mess around. Um, Baltimore, never been there. I have no desire to go there. I'm sure, it's a wonderful place, but um, not with wonderful people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wow. I just know. I just know that's where the Ravens dwell, and I I, I really can't see myself spending much time. But you know what, P? If you loved it, then you know what. I respect that. Uh, what else has P got going on over here? Uh, Baltimore jobs in the military. Da, 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 da. Uh, that, yeah, that'll that'll open a can of worms again. So we're going to get away from that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me read the definition of invitation again. It's the highlight of my day. <laughs> How's about we do this, guys? <laughs> Let's go talk some XFL. The XFL guys, they did. They had week four. Week four. Week four in the XFL is come and gone. They played Saturday, they played Sunday. And at the end of this, Mike, there are two undefeated teams the Houston Roughnecks and the DC Defenders, the two teams DC, that we were talking DC, about. These DC. guys are tough. If you want to watch good football, turn it in, watch Houston or watch DC. They're, they're the teams that are playing it You're right sick. right now. Two teams that aren't playing very good are the two teams that were coached, they're being coached by the former Pittsburgh Steelers, which are the San Antonio Brahmas, coached by Heinz Ward. In Vegas, the Vegas Vipers being coached by Rod Woodson. Um, Woodson last night went for his first win. However, the Vegas Vipers have ran into the uh, the D.C. defenders who are undefeated. Mm -hmm. D.C. wins this game 32-18. Rod Woodson drops to 0-4. 0-4. Not looking good. Not looking good at all. A lot all. better football player than a coach. But you know what? It's still early. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Maybe time will tell, and it'll. it'll... He, he's fighting. You know, they're they're tanking for that number one pick. He, you never know. It's the XFL. You could have a comeback. Yeah, have a comeback. You know, very... you got to figure out what's scripted, what's not, what's the rock have, what does the rock have cooking. But you know, this week, we're, there there's only going to be one undefeated team left after this week. And who is that going to be? Yeah, the Guardians the and the Vipers, baby. The Guardians and Vipers. Oh, both two 0 and 4 teams. When those two meet up, mm. look out, baby. You throw away the record book. Yeah. Completely. Absolutely. And the XFL winning money off of it. <laughs> so the, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good tickets Houston, to be had for $11. The Houston Roughnecks beat uh, the Orlando Guardians. They win this game 44 to 16. Mike, this is the new highest scoring game in the XFL 3.0. Uh, scoring 60 points altogether. Of course, we spoke about the Brahmas. How about, uh, you know, what we did speak about the Brahmas. The Seattle Sea Dragons, now they played the uh, San Antonio Brahmas. Seattle wins this game 15 to 6. I, I am pretty sure, unless I dreamt this, and I could have, I could have mm -hmm. dreamt this, but I think, I think, no, you know what? I'm wrong. Josh Gordon didn't catch that touchdown. No, he did not. Uh, Juwan Green was the one who put that. That's right. But um, Seattle wins that game 15 to six over San Antonio, taking them to two and two, while San Hines Ward's San Antonio Brahmas dropped to one and three. St. Louis and Arlington, they go at it. Um, 
or St. Louis wins this one, 24-11. Now, St. Louis, Mike, isn't that the team? Who's their quarterback? A.J. McCarron? A.J. McCarron. I no wonder. Yeah, so these guys, they, they beat Arlington 24-11, and this takes St. Louis to 3-1 and one and drops Arlington to 2-2. Two and two. So those are my three teams, Mike. If I'm, I'm putting a power pull together, it's going to uh-huh. be Houston, D.C., and St. Louis, the top oh, three. Yeah. Those three, by, by watching them, you could tell those three are the three that's playing the best football. It's unfortunate with the team like San Antonio, Heinz uh, Ward's Brahmas, because, you know, what they have a really nice defense. And you could tell I me mean, these games that they're losing, you're only letting up 15 points. Yeah. They've got a really nice defense. They just cannot score. This San Antonio team under Heinz Ward cannot score points for nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, who was it? Like last week, they, they scored real quick and then boom, it was done. Uh, yeah. 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 It was like you thought, like, oh, man, they came out firing on all cylinders. And then all of a sudden, they just couldn't do a, do a damn thing. Yeah, but like you said, you know, defense man gave up 15 points and you still lose. That's when you kind of reminds me of the Pittsburgh room. Steelers modern offense. Ooh. Yeah, very Ooh. similar to what happened to the Steelers this year. Um, you, hey, wait, we might have the best offense in the XFL. <laughs> we we have the XFL's best quarterback starting for us, boys. Yes. Uh, this, Picks back up on Thursday. Trying to, trying to get a rise out of Ryan. I, I'm reading. Um, yeah. <laughs> XFL does pick back up on Thursday, Thursday night at 1030, guys. 1030 this game starts. It's out in Seattle. Houston is Seattle. Now, as I mentioned, uh, Houston need the Roughnecks. These guys are legit. Five, uh, Four games. This will be the fifth game coming up, the fifth game of the season. We're halfway, gonna, halfway through the season. Uh, they do play Seattle, which I think is going to be a good game. Seattle is the team that has um, Josh Gordon. Ben DiNucci. Um, ben DiNucci, guys like this. I think that's going to be a good one. That is Thursday night, and then the rest of the games fall on the weekend. So, But that is a 10-30, 10-30 start, guys. Oof. That's, that's too too late for me. Anything after 7. I could accept 10, but 10-30. You know? Why not just make it 9 like a normal? Anyway. Stupid West Coast. David Bednar, guys. Another <laughs> one. Let's talk Pirates. David Bednar. Now the Pirates pitcher um, from Mars, right up, you know, right up the other next county over. He's a Mars graduate. Now he is playing in the World Baseball Championship. He uh, got to throw the other night. They played you cut United Kingdom, and then they also played Mexico. In his first, I don't want to talk about uh, the Mexico one. Yeah, his first uh, action, you're right. In the United Kingdom game, he goes in 18 pitches, mows down the side, uh, strikes out. I think he struck down, struck out the side. Three up, three down. Pretty good performance. Um, this guy, Mike, he will be a bright spot on this on this Pittsburgh Pirates team. Like I said, he, he's bringing it. He's bringing it. He's bringing it. But um, I, I don't know. I lifetime, am kind of, lifetime record of six and seven. <laughs> he is going to be a bright spot on this Pirates team. <laughs> well, shit, man. Like, uh, I could be a bright spot on the Pirates team. The Pirates <laughs> out there be the third base coach. Friday to Philadelphia, they lost 10 to four. Let, let me just prove you. Let, let me let me support your argument, Mike, for once. <laughs> Oh God! Right, mark this down. Ryan's supporting me. So they uh, <laughs> on Friday they played Philadelphia. 
Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, it's only spring training, but they lose. They lose 10 to 4. Saturday, they play the Yankees. Again, spring training, they win this one, 3-0. Sunday, they play the Braves one more time. Spring training, they lose 11-3. to But you know what? This feels like more of the same. They have a, if you're reading down the lineup, you, you're not impressed, but you're like, okay, this isn't going to be as bad as it usually is. But uh, like I said, guys, here we are, Pittsburgh Pirates, David Bednar, 6-7 and seven career pitcher. Look, look out, the Buccos a... might lose only 95 games to right. 100. Oh, baby. Raise the Jolly Roger. Uh, Derpy, does the Pirates lose 100 games this year? Nah. No. No? 90. Not 90. That's <laughs> so much better. You know what, though? About 10, 90. <laughs> you, I tell you what, though. You, you look on Pirates Twitter, they will take 90 ones as it's a huge... Success. The Falcons just signed a guard. I yeah, I just saw that. They just popped up. Pro Bowl guard Lindstrom to a five-year, $105 million contract extension. He's not hitting the free agency market. But the Pirates do continue today. <laughs> they play Baltimore at 105. Uh, if you if you were into the Pirates, you might be into that. If you're like everybody else, you're probably still still in Penguin season, still in Pitt season, and still in, in getting into the NFL season. But anybody Can't else the new watching the Buccos, they do play today at five <laughs> against Baltimore. <laughs> the Baltimore do you want to go ahead and tell everybody about the website? Ooh, the number two, dummyenders.com. <laughs> Head on over there. We have everything you need for us. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor Lakes, uh, links for emails, Facebook, all that fun stuff over at twodumbyenzers.com. www.twodumbyenzers.com. Go check it out, everybody. We are live here every day through the week, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, and the show that we do this day gets uploaded this evening over on Spotify. That goes the whole way through the week. Um, eight o'clock in the, in the evening. If you just have time to listen to the show, maybe on the way to work in the car at the gym with your earbuds, we are over on Spotify. This episode will be uploaded at eight o'clock this evening. Um, do we got time for a quick trivia, Mike? Yeah, always. I do want to say real quick, guys. Did anybody just just before we go because I, I just seen something that um, P wrote. And did you guys see the time clock in baseball that they're they're uh, practicing and, and trying to roll out in the yes. major leagues i yes. love 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 the time clock i could literally sit there and watch baseball again i i couldn't believe how easy it was to watch the game there's so much fluff in this game the pitchers the batters everybody's got to take time to do this rub their nose grab their crotch this clock is amazing it, it the, baseball needs things like this to save the sport i just want to say that i think it's fun seeing everyone adjust into it getting all these penalties for it you know what i i agree and I think fan-wise, I think most fans, especially younger people, are going to like it. I think the older fans are not going to like it because it's non-traditional. However, yeah, younger people but... and, and, you know, you, you quick people. You've got, you got to do it for the time changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Too much fluff. It's, it's impossible. And I've, played, and I've played baseball when I was younger. It's definitely, it definitely needs something to change. And especially, especially, especially uh, – like I said, for teams that are that are good, like the Yankees, it's not too bad to watch all the time. But if you have any other team in the league, Pirates, Royals, Detroit, any of these teams, it's so hard to sit there for three hours and watch one of these games. This is definitely what this league needs to keep its head above water. I hope they continue to work on it to make things better. Uh, Two-minute warning, guys. Here we go. Now, talking about baseball, talking about the Pirates, talking about the Orioles, we're going to go a Pittsburgh Pirates trivia today. Pittsburgh Pirates trivia, Mike. How confident are you feeling for a Pittsburgh Pirate trivia? 
Not overly confident. Not overly confident. What about you, Derp? If this was Jeopardy, would you put would you be putting a lot of money up? No. All right, just the way I like it. Here we go. <laughs> Question of the day. In 1979 World Series, the Pittsburgh Pirates adopted the theme song, We Are Family. Who did they beat that year in the World Series? In 1979, the Pirates adopted We Are Family, the theme song for that, the World Series team. Who, who did they beat? And it's Orioles. Hold on, hold on. We got to. <laughs> like scratch your head like you're thinking if somebody's tuning in right now oh i'm thinking a lot of things right now <laughs> i'm thinking a lot of things well, i'm thinking for a shamrock shake right now Ooh. yeah it does not surprise me you guys are thinking about food i'm surprised <laughs> we've made it this long eggs. to be I honest steak and eggs for breakfast today so i'm doing good all right all right pencils down guys uh, Derpy, I'm going to come to you first. The song, which has absolutely nothing to do with the question, I meant to do, I did that to try to throw you off. Uh, 1979 <laughs> World Series, Pittsburgh Pirates adopted the theme song. We are family. Who, who did the Pirates beat that year in the World Series? Hmm. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's. And is that I your believe final? they were American, right? They were American yes. League, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm going to go with Oakland A's. That's your final answer? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and lock. I'm going to lock our friend Derby in. There we go. He's locked in. Mike, we're looking for the team that the Pirates beat in the 1979 World Series. Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore Orioles? Is that who you said? Yes. Okay. Lock you in. <laughs> All right, so here we go. In 1979, the Pittsburgh Pirates played in the World Series. They adopted the theme song, We Are Family. Who, who did the Pirates play? Derpy says the Oakland A's, and that, of course, is incorrect. Oh. So sorry, so sorry. Mike. You said who the Pittsburgh Pirates played in the World Series in 1979 was the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore mm -hmm. Orioles. And that's your final answer. My final answer. And that <laughs> is correct. That's correct. The children love you, Mike. As they should. I, you know, people love me. Hey, you're a Penn State guy. What can you expect? Um, all right. Hey, Derpy, do you have anything to say before we end this show? It's it's a it's a remark about the Browns. Okay. Um, it's somewhat similar to yesterday's, but all right. Here we, we go. We like it. We like it. Give me a second. Hold on. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why you got to do that to me? <laughs> all right. All right. Here go we ahead. go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, treat yourself today with a shamrock shake, folks. You you could have a bad taste in your mouth today being a Browns fan. I like it. I like it, Derpy. I, it doesn't surprise me. They had something to do with a food product. Mike, do you have anything, any words of the wise today before we take off, my man? Um, 
Drink up, boys. NFL free agency <laughs> starting. There you go, NFL free agency. As soon as we get off the air here, we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna be tuned in trying to find out who's talking to who, who might be going where. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be a big day, guys. We got the Penguins back in action. We have a, a pit play-in game tomorrow. We have free agency kicking off today unofficially, but you know what? Nonetheless, everybody, enjoy your day. Have a great one. From Mike Ryan, Derpy, the two dumb yinzers. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Peace. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no.